Hello, welcome to The Passion Project, a podcast about passion put together by students from the University of Michigan. This is episode two, during which we'll be looking at passion through the lens of education. What is your passion? It's a difficult question for even the most polished professional to answer. I'm Katie Loftus, and I recently visited a group of high school students determined to answer this question and prove you are never too young to start fostering your passion. As the school day comes to a close in Battle Creek, Michigan, students in Project Passion head to development sessions, passion talks, and mentor meetings. Co-founder Jacob Derry explains how he was inspired to create this program that gives students the space and resources they need to explore their passions. I started writing a novel during the summer before my senior year, and I never ended up finishing it. And so... It was really that regret for me that, that planted the idea. Jacob explained that high school students oftentimes experience these regrets because they are torn between passion and practicality. My name is Miles Honus, and I do actually feel a little bit of pressure to pursue clubs or classes that would be both good resume builders and give me some prior knowledge into certain job fields. Honestly, a lot of that pressure comes from myself. Passion, we've realized, is something that you, you develop over time. And this is just kind of, we, we just want to make this a space where they can develop that. Where we, we don't say, no, you can't do that. Like, you can't make any money being an artist or being a writer, right? We take on more of the perspective of, okay, let's see how we can make that happen. My passion is in artwork. I love creating it and using it as a way to tell a story or explain a topic. This year I'm actually working on a storyline and an accompanying video game, hopefully, that would hopefully allow people to see what it's like to live with severe illness. Project Passion has kind of opened my idea, my eyes up to the fact that unless you actually pursue an idea, passion, and don't leave it in the back of the closet per se, it won't ever come into fruition. Students will complete Project Passion with an exhibition of their projects at the end of the school year. The program is currently in its second year and the founders are seeking to expand to more high schools so students can continue making their passions a priority. It is time to ignite your passion and let it spread wildly. The world is yours. So what will you Detroit's children are drastically underserved by their school district. While teachers across the city fight against budget cuts and hazardous buildings, one group is bringing back music. These volunteers are sharing their love for music with kids whose schools now struggle to fund even their core classes, like math and English. I'm Allison Farrand, and this is a look into a night at Mission City. Which one's the A string? Yep, those two. So, for the first um, part of the song, you're going to play D, D, A, A. You can just play that one um, for the rest of the lines in the song. And then sometimes it all goes the same way, right? Yep, good job. It's a Friday night in Detroit, and students from the University of Michigan are giving one-on-one music lessons. 
Seven Mile Music is an organization that brings instruments, teachers, and their passion for music to the Mission City Center in Brightmore, a neighborhood which has been hard hit by poverty, depopulation, and blight. Well, my name is Samil Thomas, and I'm senior pastor at City Covenant Church, and I am founder of Mission City. So in Detroit, we've been challenged uh, tremendously financially, and in uh, having to examine our priorities, I think we've made a mistake, and we've cut music and arts, and it's a tremendous mistake. And so Seven Mile is a great organization. They have a, a good heart, and so one of the things that we do here at Mission City is we love collaboration. What we know so far is, right? So, um, you can, like, when you're playing the next note, you should, like, kind of sing it in your head. Do you know what I mean? My name is Michael Payne. I am the board chair for Seven Mile Music right now. I first got involved through uh, the Pops Orchestra, specifically through Sam Saunders, who is the founder of the organization. Uh, I thought it sounded like an amazing, amazing thing to do. Uh, just, like, probably the best thing someone can do with musical talent is just pass it on to other people. Damari Brodnicks is a student at Seven Mile, which meets on Fridays. She's eight and currently learning how to play the guitar. Music is important because, like, you can learn a lot from it. You can learn sad songs, happy songs, angry songs. It just feels great. It's the thing that you always hear, that music is like an emotional outlet. There's something really tangible about that, and I definitely think that's true. But there's also this aspect to it where there's a kind of discipline, for example, that you really only learn practicing and developing real skill with an instrument where you can see hard work pay off directly. And I think that, especially for younger kids, that's really important. All right. Okay, so we're going to do a couple things for you. Uh, first, we're going to have a contest to see who can hold the A string the longest. All right, all right, I'll count you off for the contest. you got to get your both set. Three, two, one, go. You were playing the D at the end, but it's a tie. All right. <laughs> Turning pain into passion is a rare and difficult task. I'm Stacy Chen, and recently I met two campus activists who managed to channel their painful experience into their work in a group called Body Peace Corps. It's a group whose members are passionate about promoting healthy body images, preventing eating disorders, and educating others about the dangers of unrealistic body ideals. It's a 30-minute workout regimen that's going to help you guys work on toning your abs and your boot. God, my hips are huge. Oh, please. I hate my calves. These guys can wear halters. I've got man shoulders. Yo, what's up, guys? It's my chain with six-pack shortcuts. So I want to make this video for all the skinny guys out there... These are the messages that bombard young women and men from all sides. They're also the messages that made Rachel Ankley join the group Body Peace Corps, a student-run organization at the University of Michigan. We like to promote positive body image and eating disorder awareness on campus. But we had these carnations and we had like cuties for cuties and these carnations we've just been passing out to people for Valentine's Day. At an event last week, Rachel was handing out flowers with inspirational quotes at the Diag. She hopes to remind students to love their bodies as she understands what it's like to struggle with body image issues. I was suffering from eating disorder. It was very much like some people classify it as orthorexia, which is like really obsessing about like eating perfectly and eating super healthily. And I would like spend like hours like on the weekends like planning my meal for the whole week. Through my involvement with this club, it's what helped me realize that 
what I was doing was problematic. And I found this club that challenged all of those things that I had always, like, really revered. Like, you know, like, the thin ideal, like, working out, eating really healthy, like, really obsessing over that stuff. I'm passionate about Body Peace Score because it gives me a means of helping other people realize their full potential of their lives. Rachel works at UHS under her supervisor, Kelly Carbone, the founder of Body Peace Corps. Kelly came to Michigan in 2010 and became a health educator. And similar to Rachel and thousands of others, Kelly also had her own story. In high school and college, I had an eating disorder. After practice, we would, one person would be on the lookout while the rest of us went into the bathroom and purged. So showing how unhealthy a peer group can be in that example, right. and then creating a group like the Body Peace Corps where peer influence is so much more positive. Kelly started the group in hopes to address a significant issue that affects over 20 million women and 10 million men in the U.S. While 95% of people diagnosed with eating disorders are within 12 to 25 years old. And of those people, only 10% will seek for professional help. And especially on our campus, the student body here is so hardworking and perfectionistic that in general they don't ask for help. There is no one story, but the one thing Rachel and Kelly share is that they manage to turn their painful experiences into their passions. It doesn't feel like it's re-traumatizing or hard for me at all. Like I think partially it helps me connect with people because I was there. I was the 16-year-old who lied and said I was going to therapy and didn't go. The other part is empowering people to speak up and push back where they can. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed all the stories we had to share. Stay tuned for the upcoming podcast next week.